Well, I know you're dying to talk about it, so let's just get it out of the way. Go ahead, talk about the Sarah Connor Chronicles. <laughs> Spoilers for a nine-year-old show nobody watched. By the right, way. right. Okay, we're, we're talking about it right now, huh? Okay, um, I think it's a great show. Oh, you've got notes. I have notes. <laughs> yeah. God, strap in, everybody. Well, I, I think it's well cast overall. Um, I think, you know, even the, the minor parts, I think that they, they cast it well. Um, <laughs> Lena Headey does a fantastic job as Sarah Connor. As the female Bruce Willis. Yes. As you said before. Sometimes, John, being a mother is more than just killing robots. <laughs> it's funny because she doesn't she doesn't this is your segment it's not my i'm taking it over okay. come with me if you want to hear about sarah connor chronicles wow. it's no it's just like i've seen her in a bunch of other stuff and yeah she's got that tough lady is kind of her yeah that that's on her headshot sure but like it's just, it's a different tough lady for game of thrones yes right yeah and plus, she's got a range of other things that she's playing in Game of Thrones. And so, like, you know, tough mom who's thinking about the fact that robots are trying to kill her and her son. <laughs> Just, right. Yeah. It's, it's good. Um, and I, I think that's maybe more single-minded than the character that she plays in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, it, it's very clear what her intentions are yeah. and what she's willing to Well, that's who do. she is now. If you watch Game of Thrones season seven, eight, like, that's... She's just Sarah Connor now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I mean, if the if the robots are uh, ice zombies, and John Connor's already dead, uh, that's yeah. that's her. Get I a mean, haircut. Let's go. Yeah, she she will kill anybody who gets in her way. So I mean, it's a little, I guess, a little Sarah Connery, but um, sometimes sitting on the Iron Throne is more than just drinking wine. <laughs> Can't really. <laughs> the look doesn't come through. The, not over, not over podcast. No, um, I think they could have done more with Shirley Manson. I mean, I know she's not really "quote unquote" an actress, and uh, I think you said this last time. Well, I think you said last time. No, you did. Uh, fine. <laughs> that she she hasn't really done anything since um, yeah. acting wise, but I, I just feel like she's totally underutilized. I mean. She's what, a T-1000, if not... Whoa. Well, we said spoilers. <laughs> She's a T-1001. 1001. I don't know what that means. They just add subsequent numbers and letters to... It's like Star Trek. Right. We're not talking about Star Trek, don't worry. Um, right. They just... But like oh, the star dates? Yeah. This is yeah. a T-888. Yeah, like Why not so just nine hundred. She, she's just right. Why not a T nine hundred? She's she's just she's a liquid metal, but she's like even better than the one we saw in T two. Right. So, what do you think about the way that it ended? Forever. <sighs> Couple of Although, things. I I do feel if they wanted to go back. I know. I a couple of things. I I do feel that they knew that they were going to be canceled because they killed off a couple of characters. Off, like the whole show. I know. Um, <laughs> who you know weren't going to be around anymore, and then like they essentially kill Cameron at the very end of the the last show because she gives her chip to. Um, chip something. Yes, to um, what's John Henry, um, who's white. Kramarchek. Kramarchek. Like, Ooh. Not Kramarchek. Delicious. No. What is Kramarty? Yes. Uh, with the, um, the, is it, 
what is the computer's name? It's I apologize to people who don't know the show and are really bored. Um, hey, um, the, the compu- Turk. The Turk. Right. Yes, he's the uh, the the robot embodiment of the Turk. Right. Um, and we don't know where Once again, he is. White guy. I I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but so it ends. And he really and loves Mexican food. Most oh, And he it. orders in Spanish at the restaurant. Of course. And the servers are like, ay, ay. <laughs> this guy. Um, so at the very end, uh, the T-1000, Shirley Manson, and John Connor go to the future uh, looking for John Henry. Uh, he's hoping to get the chip so he can put it back in Cameron with, the body didn't come with him, so he's going to have to time travel again. But he's in the future, and he's with the Resistance. Uh, his uncle is there again, Derek, and his dad is there. And a human version of Cameron is there because dogs like her. Well, yeah. I mean, um, as has been established. So does this mean that this is this is a point in the future before the Terminator, Cameron... And yes, obviously Derek um, are sent back to start the show. Basically, yes. so he's time traveled to the future, but in narrative terms, he's time traveled to before the show begins. Yes, we and know that because Derek's like John Connor. <laughs> never heard of him. Well, and he wasn't around for yeah, yeah, yeah. for J Day or Judgment Day or whatever. J-Day. So, so um, but what are you doing for J Day this year? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I thought I would, you know, serve a toast to the the metal serving among us. Have some rats. Yes. Watch a TV that's just blown out. There's a fire. We've made a fire inside of it. Yeah. That's like, (laughs) commentary. I feel like they did that. Max Hedrum was after Terminator 1, right? So I feel like Max Hedrum got that from Terminator. So whoever did Max Hedrum, and I really should know, uh, saw that scene in Terminator in the first five minutes, ran out of the theater and is like, I got an idea for a whole show. <laughs> Get me that guy that plays Blank Reg. Right. I can't remember his name. Um, Is Amanda Pays the Summer Glau of the 80s? She's going to kill I your show. I, I the Flash. Sure. One season. Yeah. Next Hedrum, one season. Maybe she is. Yeah. Uh, I think Summer Glau was a good robot. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Look. All right. Uh, has she ever done... What if she was just... She... Th- this... Okay. Here's my rant, and then we'll finish this, and we'll move on. we got a lot to do. Yes. I feel like Firefly killed the careers of everybody in Firefly. It's one it thing to be did. on Star Trek to have a real fallow period for 13 years or so. No, not even that, because 10 years. And the right, they turn it right around. One movie, a little stuttering, sputtering off of the uh, launch pad. Second movie, Wrath of Khan, we're set. And now we've right. got careers, retirement until we're done. Right. Firefly, a bunch of people love it. Mm-hmm. They don't, don't mean nothing. They don't get any money from the comic books or the sure. Jane hats or anything like that. And right. that's all kind of gone away. Like Firefly, people are raising kids now who are like, huh? I'm sure they try to, what, what's the right age to show my kid Firefly? I'm firing up the, he's, he's three and a half. I think it's oh time. Oh my gosh. He's ready to get a little brown diaper on him. Let's do this thing. <laughs> um, I just, I just feel like it's killed their careers. Because, like, when have you ever seen Summer Glau? Just, she could have had, she could have had Natalie Portman's career. Yeah. I don't mean, like, the real high highs. I don't think that, oh, she could have Black, uh, Black, Black Swan, Swan. It for sure. Sure. Uh, probably a better dancer than Natalie. Um, but, like, just, you know, 
no strings or whatever it's called, you know, or like she's going home, she's pregnant or whatever it is. She could have had a total romantic uh, movie career and oh, she sure. just never did. Yeah. Except each one of those characters would have to be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> My original point was, uh, yeah, she's a lot better than I've ever seen her be. And half of that is just talking in a monotone. But when she's given a chance to show range, she does. Mm. And maybe it tires her out. <laughs> wow. But every character she plays is like brainwashed girl talks like a robot. Literal robot. Yeah. Right? I like I know. Yeah. yeah. I guess I have to watch Knights of Badassdom. No, nobody has to watch Knights of Badassdom. No, I don't think we do. Um So what would you want to see if fingers crossed, I guess, if uh, we got a tea day and Sarah Connor came back. The Chronicles came back. Um I, I would like to explore where they ended up at the end of season two, because I think it's a very interesting premise. Yeah, they that, invented effing it up beyond all recognition. Yeah. Like, you think Genesis thought that, no, Genesis was stealing from this playbook. Right. Like, I mean, John in the future with the resistance. Um, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Maybe he's not, the, he won't be the leader that he has been, you know, Or maybe the show loves its predestination paradoxes or at least the first movie does and everything else after that is kind of a wash although this one's kind of getting into like alternate timelines maybe we don't know maybe this is how john connor becomes, becomes the leader, leader of the resistance you know that we don't know be. maybe he was always destined to travel forward in time a few a few times right <laughs> well and his mom uh lena hetty his mom's his mom uh, Sarah Connor, she very distinctively walked away from whatever the time travel thing was. And she was like, I'm going to stay in the past and try to prevent it or right. stay in the present and try to prevent it. We need running storylines. So I think we could go back and forth from uh, the, you know, the future to um, the present. And we could see what Sarah is doing to prevent stuff and see if it has any effect. Of 2009. Yeah, I know. Um, They'd be like, I'm excited about this Obama guy. It seems like this is going to be a good thing. <laughs> do you do you think he would run into Riley in the future? Or do you think? God, let's hope not. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. R Riley was kind of ineffective in a lot of ways. Yeah, let's, so is this conversation. Oh, okay. Are, are you done? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I would have liked to have seen a Riley and Jesse storyline that actually went somewhere or like a climactic fight between these two ladies that was actually choreographed. <laughs> so. Um, I'm with you. I, I, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, well, we don't want to disappoint people today because no. this is a very important day for us, the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mikan Hara. This is our 300th show. Yes. I mean, you know, more or less. It is. <laughs> if, if we hadn't taken uh, side paths and um, 0.5 half shows and uh, special features and plus... Every show that we do for a convention, you know, we do three or four oh, gosh, update, at least. you know, daily shows. So, yeah, we're way past 300 at this point. But this and, is the official, yeah. let's call it right here, this is the official 300th show. Where are our noisemakers? We should have noisemakers. <laughs> that was pretty good. How was that? That was pretty good. Uh, I, I, I brought a harmonica. Uh, okay. Yeah, you want to hear that? Yeah. I'll play a little song for us. <laughs> 
All right. Very nice. I'm just telling people that this is a uh, filk show now. Oh, no. Uh, all <laughs> with hand and mouth instruments. Wow. What do you call that? that would Phantom really, filk. That would really change the show. I like it. Thank you. No, that's not what it's going to be. <laughs> Maybe after 400. Okay. Uh, but yeah, who would have thought that it would have got this far? Do you feel, how do you, how do you feel? You should feel old. I do feel old. Your voice or throat um, should feel old. Yeah, I'm. I'm amazed that we've made it this far, and um, <laughs> also, well, that sounds bad. So are both of our listeners. I'm. I'm. Ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. What's the thing with like when you're insulting a TV show for not having a lot of uh, viewers, and you're like, boy, not even the dogs in the room <laughs> when oh. the TV was left on, and you <laughs> and you walked out are are watching this show. <laughs> I don't know what the podcast version of that is. I don't either. Just a pair of headphones on a desk and a dog kind of like tilting its head, like kind of <laughs> kind of listening to the tinny sound out of the headphones. Um, yeah, no, uh, it, it's uh, it's incredible. I mean, I never really expected this. And, you know, here we are. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments and memories yes. uh, as the show goes on. Uh, so we'll be doing that. We'll be doing some news, of course, today. Mm-hmm. And we've promised this and we've got it right. Finally, uh, this is it. This is the week that us comes out. Yes. And not us. I mean, us. Us. Uh, but not us. <laughs> and so we're talking about the film Us. Yes. The Jordan Peele film. Yes. That's number two. Uh, and we, yeah, we thought it was well, coming out. Well, you don't count like... Keanu. <laughs> well, he didn't direct Keanu. We, well, we, we thought it was coming out last week. We, it, we... You know what? Up until mid-January, it was. <laughs> and so why, when I looked why for the re- When I put it? the release date on the calendar, because they didn't want to compete, I think, with some... Oh, with Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel or, or whatever, yeah. They wanted to space kind of it out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But... If yeah. I looked up Keanu, would it give me the man of the movie? The movie! Commerce always wins. The That's movie. number three. Wall Street three. Commerce always wins. <laughs> Money never sleeps. <laughs> Commerce always wins. Uh, Peter Atencio. Twix such friends as we. Few words suffice. And he was a director. We don't usually look up things. <laughs> I'm just trying to fill time. Uh, he was a director of many sketches on Key and Peele. Okay. And they decided to make a movie called Keanu. Okay. Which you barely even remember. You've seen, and you don't don't know what I'm talking about. I don't remember this. Key and Peele find a kitten. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. No, I remember this. Yes. Never mind. I remember it very well. And they bring their signature brand of race-bending comedy to the screen. Um, and then make it last like two hours. The, the best part <laughs> is was like, minutes, was like the Keanu calendar or whatever. <laughs> Didn't they have like a he, him dressed up in different little yes, outfits? Yes. And Which is, gosh, what is that? I mean, it's a Simpsons for sure. What else is that? They do that on Spaced. Yeah. Remember? No, I don't remember. When they're, they can you can you babysit Colin the dog and he's like oh sure and he's like ha, 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 yes. <laughs> Dance for me, Colin. Dance. Because <laughs> it reminds him of his dog. That was the tragedy for him. Is that he, as a child he had a dog, and he was doing the same thing. And the dog, you know, was just scratching by a squirrel and ran out. And he was wearing a, like a rough, a Shakespeare <laughs> and collar. <laughs> and the dog got hit by a car. And he's like, I just remember his little rough flying off. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, let's talk about that. Okay. No, we got to talk about us. Yes. Uh, not us, us. So we'll be talking about that <laughs> yes. later on as well. Um, do you want to talk about one of your favorite moments? Maybe we can just space them out throughout the show. Oh, we can do that. Um, 
I really liked the Batman's parents skit that we did. <laughs> I, this is where I play it, right? Yeah, right. I, I maybe I don't know. Maybe no, nah, I don't know. I mean, you can find it in the uh, in our archive or just search for it on justenoughtrope.com. Yes. But yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, going through the various ways that they inevitably end up dying. <laughs> Every they you could this is if I could draw this would be a web comic right <laughs> yes the many deaths of Thomas and Martha Wayne yeah and it's just every week there's something else yeah yeah but then it, after a while it takes on a life of its own right yeah it always starts as everything starts as like a one off joke mm-hmm. then you find a three four five off and then eventually it's like a character along with the other characters who you like you know. Joe Chill, you know, broke up with his girlfriend. And so now he's feeling kind of depressed. And they're like, oh, he's not going to kill. Oh, you know what? There's plenty of fish in the sea. You're going to find somebody. Thanks. You're, do you want to do one for free? Okay, sure. Blam, blam. It's like, <laughs> it just kind of grows from there. Yes. Yes. You got Alfred going. He's doing his own thing. He's kind of going off and yes. trying to find Alfred some kind as, of life. as like Bond or something like that. <laughs> Funny that is, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's not that because if they, if they, she has this baby, well, she had the baby already, I guess. Uh, Bruce is going to grow up, but he's going to take care of this kid for his whole life. Yeah. Can you imagine spending your entire life cutting the crusts off a of PB and J for this little brat? <laughs> How horrible would that be? Oh, it'd be terrible. So he's trying to get out. He's reading the one ads, trying to get out of this thing. Uh huh. His, his employers keep dying. They keep shot to death <laughs> yeah. in an alley. He's got to keep ordering pearl necklaces off of Amazon. What hell is this? This poor, gentle soul. He was an actor, you know. Right, right. That's what I'm imagining. I, I, I like it. Remember when you hated Margot Robbie? This might exist still. This show began in yeah. the summer. Yeah, the summer of 2014. And I think our very first show was, oh, the clever titles. It was something, something. We were going to get Margot Robbie or something like that. And yeah. this was must have been in the early days of, you know, the announcement of her as uh, Harley Quinn or something like that. And sure. we were debating yeah. uh, this is where audio clips would be good, uh, but I won't bore you with those uh, where we were debating, you know, the merits of her as an actor. I think she had maybe be what was her big thing at that point? We hadn't seen um, Z for Zachariah, but we she was might in have seen Wolf of Wall Street. Is it literally called Focus? I've forgotten this yes, every single time. Yes, it is. Okay. It is. But there's a Focus Features. Was Focus by Focus Features? I this think we've asked that I'll many times ask as well. i my producer to look this up. Okay. Um, um, when yeah. I get one, they'll tell me. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And so we're like, well, what do you think? And you're like, oh, I hate her. <laughs> do you still hate her? Um, hate is such a strong word. Uh, I I think she's grown on me a little bit. Um. I, I think she did a good job in I, Tanya. Um, can we talk about I, Tanya? We can talk about I, Tanya. I don't want to talk about I, Tanya. I'm going to get in trouble if I talk about I, Tanya. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think she's okay. I think she's gotten better. Um, but she's still thing. not my favorite. You are my sister, but I am your queen. I'll tell you that. Gosh, I know. I know. How would you like to go... Ride a horse for like six months. Mm-hmm. Get every day you're getting assistance, foot on the back, pulled into these like corsets and stuff. Yes. Then we got to wig you up. We got to make you look like, like there were rumors that maybe Elizabeth wasn't always in the best of health. That's probably one of the reasons yeah. that she put all the makeup on and stuff. But like they make her look like the Joker coming out of a vat of acid. Yeah. 
And you got to go through all that. You're like, mm, I can I can taste that gold now. Margo, right. why'd you eat the last one? It right. looked so delicious. Nothing. <laughs> no, not a drip, not a drop, uh, a nom for costumes. Uh, maybe nope. one. I don't know. No, And then no one will ever remember this film ever again. Uh, yeah, I know. It's probably really forgettable. There are dozens, dozens of people who are like, you're wrong. Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. So good. But see, and like, Elizabeth for our time. Right. But not a Mary for our time. Right. Or a Rhoda for our time. <laughs> the the favorite came out yeah. around the same time. Yeah. You yeah, you you tangled and you lost. Yeah. You tangled with with the Greek myth. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yes. You lost. Exactly. We're getting lost. Uh, maybe we are let's, a little bit. Let's maybe get into the news. We've talked before on the show about mm-hmm. you've got the entire We've got all of human history. Uh, we've got yes. the entirety of the history of the comics sort of medium and the fact that superhero comics basically started around 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's um, two different characters named Captain Marvel. Yes. And over the course of 80 years of comic history, they both have a movie coming out within a month of each other. Yes. And they both feature Jaman Hunsu. This is correct. Is he the real watcher of <laughs> Marvel or just of comic cinematic? Uh, maybe he features. is. Uh, well, there is good news, uh, whether or not <clears throat> he is. Uh, Captain Marvel's doing pretty good again this weekend. Um, okay. It brought in uh, about $90 million worldwide. Wow. Um, that's, uh, that's a 50% drop, which is, you know, it's kind of what you expect. Mm-hmm. It's not... Um, like a great re- retention, but it's not a precipitous fall. Right. And so it is still kind of um, chugging up the ways. Um, $900 million worldwide so far. That's a lot of money. So even if it just sticks around and does similar business, uh, it'll crack a billion. Oh, know, freezy. Easy. Yeah. Middle of next week. Yeah. So this is putting it up in the near the top, you know, 15, top 10 of uh, worldwide releases. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Of releases of all time, it's not just comic book movies. Yeah, I'm trying to think. People really like Kramer versus Kramer, but I think this one's got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's good news. And just a side note, you know, uh, us kind of moved because it didn't want to get in the way of or, or get run over by Captain Marvel, but yeah. it's doing okay itself, making about seven seventy million dollars this week. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, domestic. Um, I don't know if this is even being released overseas or if it will even travel overseas but 70 million dollars for what is essentially (laughs) what what is even independent anymore but it's you know it's a Bloomhouse movie Mm -hmm. um i think that like the jordan peele isn't the only guy making quote-unquote serious Bloomhouse movies you know black klansman was a Bloomhouse movie too sure so he does scared white people found footage movies (laughs) or like white people scared of a doll movies Uh and then he does Serious black filmmaker movies. Right, <laughs> right. Like, that's, a, that's a row if you want a hoe, <laughs> I guess. Um, and we'll talk about us. Uh, did you, that's about a little over twice what uh, Get Out made its first weekend. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Um, I guess, but I guess people didn't know what to expect with Get Out and having experienced Get Out, people showed up for us. That's kind of what I'm thinking. People were out. Yeah. Now they're coming back in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Black Widow? Yeah, let's. Looks like Florence Pugh is joining the cast of Black Widow. 
I have no idea who that is. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out who, how to tell you who she is. Okay. Um, probably the most recent film she was in was a film called Fighting With My Family, which was okay. um, semi-autobiographical. It's about the WWE wrestler Paige and her okay. family. She comes from like a wrestling family and The Rock is in it like as, you know. Himself? Himself. Okay. But I guess, I mean, he is The Rock, but like, okay. you know what I mean? So he plays himself in this film and he was sort of was like a you know kind of booster and sponsor for her and it's also a way to get people to see the movie apparently sure. it's uh, gotten pretty good ratings um, I haven't seen it yet but she is being considered uh, for this role now we mentioned this role previously they were looking mm. for a younger woman yes. uh, for a very um, athletic you know physically involved role right which is like why like I love ScarJo but you know she's like I guess we'll see what's gonna happen. Cut. All right, come on in. Send the girl Send in. Double. The other girl in the in the booty outfit. Right. Flip around. Right. Put her back in. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like she's not gonna have to do anything. No. Anyway, she did a lot of like her own kind of moves and stunts and wrestling stuff for uh, fighting for with fighting with family. family. So okay. yeah, I mean, it seems like a good pick. Sure. I do you think she's? About her, do you think she's gonna play Elena Belova? Yeah, that's kind of what I I think. Yeah. Kind of yeah. not. You kind of hope not. Well, ScarJo's going to have to get out of this too, right? She's a survivor. Yeah. But I know. She she is going to have to come out on top. Yeah. She's got yeah. half a dozen other films to play ethnicities that are not her at all. She can't stick around oh. this thing forever. But no, seriously. Like, I would love to see... You can't get rid of everybody. And right. I love Sam Wilson, but... Yeah. Eh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Black Widow has played that role in the comics. She's been the one where Cap's, I don't know, he got, somebody asked for his ID and he got real mad and quit America or whatever. And then like <laughs> somebody's dead. Tigra's taking a break. But she's been, she's the Martian Manhunter of the Avengers. Do you know what I mean? Like she's always there. Yeah, right. So yeah, keep her around for one or two. Mm -hmm. But seems like they're grooming a replacement i don't know like i said i don't know this actress very well um i'm sure she's she's great i'm starting to realize that i the younger an actor or actress is i don't know you just don't know them yeah yeah like we saw shazam the other day mm -hmm. uh, we'll have a review of shazam next week mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of young actors in this and i'm like do i know these people i feel like well, i do right it's really familiar but i don't really know i was just realizing the other day the girl that plays liana stark in Game of Thrones, who we don't see very much. Mm -mm. Need help? I do need help, yes. Who is Lyanna Stark? Okay, this is it's huge spoilers, so I can't... What if I said Tower of Joy? Oh, she's... Huge spoilers, if people aren't caught up. I mean, why are you not caught up? But I think I know who you're talking okay. about now. That's the girl who is the weirdo girl that Mark Spector is perving on in the fall on Netflix. Oh. Which which one? <laughs> the one he's not well, he's not supposed to be doing anything, but the underage one. Oh, the, the one who becomes obsessed one? with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that actress. Oh. I did not realize that. Yeah. Is she actually British then? She's, you know, I Commonwealth. She, I suppose she's British in the fall too, isn't she? Never and in the mind. spring, yeah, okay. all of the seasons, she remains British. <laughs> all right, she's I, she's probably Irish. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I figure if you are Irish, you've got a British accent you pull out, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're British, you 
got an Irish accent you try to pull out. Right. But who knows? Yeah. And if you're Australian, you're screwed. <laughs> so that is interesting. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, um, we've heard a long time about this uh, show that's supposed to be coming out or a series of movies, perhaps. Some kind of property from the showrunners of Game of Thrones. Yes. David Benoff and D.B. Weiss. And they are trying, they're working on something. And we have a little news now. We don't know if this is totally true, but supposedly they are going to be working on an Old Republic trilogy. Okay. What does that look like? Do we know? Okay. So for listeners who don't know, and also my (laughs) co-host, the Old Republic is a period of Star Wars that is set like thousands of years before the era of the Skywalkers. Oh, so oh. when, so what does that have to do with Game of Thrones? Nothing. Nothing. But, this is just something else they're working on. Yeah, but okay. You know they they made this deal like a year ago. Mm-hmm. They know their thing is wrapping up. We got to go somewhere else. All right. So they're gonna do this. Okay. And so Disney's like, nice job. Come on over, and uh, so this is... put, try to put some less rape in it this time. Um, oh boy. And so this is yeah, this is thousands. So when we get to like Star Wars, it's a mm-hmm. it's a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We're seeing like the end, the, the, the dissolution of a 16,000 year empire. You know, Space America went for 16,000 years. Great run. Right. And then, it's not a political show, but then lightning <laughs> shooting Trump uh, ruined it all. And now we've got, you know, an empire. Uh-huh. Uh, and so this takes place back then. It's a time of, it's the more civilized time that Obi-Wan talks about, you know, Jedi Knights okay. going around and f- fighting evil wherever it may be sometimes the sith sometimes not that sort of thing so is this going to be a tv show that's going to run at the same time as the mandalorian show or it's as far as i know it's films oh it's films yeah oh okay yeah these are other star wars films how many star wars films are there well we got the rian johnson trilogy supposedly yeah that is i think still that is like a forced ghost it is blue and see-through and we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All but right. um, it's very possible. So this is exciting. There are many, 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 many uh, comics and books uh, that are take place during this time. Sure. Um, John Jackson Miller is a guy that I've talked to a couple times on my various shows, and he wrote a lot of those. Um, a very famous and popular game, The Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, one and two are set during that time. The okay. online persistent game uh, is The Old Republic. It's set during that time. So it's a very it's a it's the choice that duh you know it's the it's duh choice the, yeah you get to have a lot of that's gonna Jedi be on the poster stuff. yeah old republic the duh choice <laughs> and it gets us away from these mother effing skywalkers yeah i'm good I, I know i'm good at this point i know i don't want to get within light years of a hand solo yeah i know i'm they're, all right they're the chosen ones yes yeah and it also feels like a fresh start okay right yeah even the Mandalorian will be sort of coterminous temporarily. That is a sentence that makes sense to nerds <laughs> with uh, with the original trilogy, you know? And it's yeah. like, I'm good. Even the Clone Wars is still like, I got a kid and all that stuff. Right. Let's just do something else. Right. That's how I feel. Okay. That's how I feel. Uh, what else? Do, hey, do you want to talk trailers? Sure. What do you think of the trailers. Once Upon a Time in a Hollywood trailer? Um, I thought it looked really fun which is bizarre to me and a lot I, of strip clubs you would not know why are there so many strip clubs i don't know 
You would not know that this was a, a movie about Charlie Manson. You say that. I don't think it's a movie about Charlie Manson. I think that it is a movie that will somehow have Charlie Manson's uh, helter-skelter murders will somehow be a yes. subplot in this yeah. film. <laughs> right. It'd be kind of like if you're... Oh, actually, wait. No. I was going to say Black Book kind of makes <laughs> like World War II into a subplot. Right. But I mean, I guess they're like going on missions against yes. Nazis and stuff. So, But yeah, it'd be like if you had a World War II movie and World War II was like, and then a war happened and then... Nah, nah, nah. Right. Right. It was in the background. So anyway, yeah. Um, It's... You said this. You said this. I um, don't want to... I'm sure I did. But you know, John, sometimes saying things isn't the only thing that you do as a mother. <laughs> Why is Brad Pitt playing Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double? They're both blonde. I know. That's about it. No, I mean, they're both, you know, they're, they're both money men. Yeah, they are. I mean, I understand why they're both in the movie. The way they have him made up, I think I said this before, the way, the way they have, they have uh, Brad Pitt made up is that, okay, he's like, you know, in his mid-50s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Looks younger. Mm-hmm. But he's he looks up there. But he looks like, you know, like he, like he could be a Lee Majors-y fall guy type character, right? Sure. But then you get a guy who is like younger, who is smoother looking and doesn't have to... He's the face. He's the the movie star guy. Then you right. get the beat up guy comes in, like you know, for Florence Pugh in the right. movie. Right. It's <laughs> just a guy comes in in a red wig. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Please don't put your thighs around my head. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, "Where's Chris Pine? Where's Chris Pine?" <laughs> yes. You know. Yep. There's a part where Leo's got a beard, and I was like, "Chris Pine can grow a beard." Yeah, he can. Missed opportunity. I bet Chris Pine read for this thing. And Chris Pine's dad was a movie star in the 70s. Yes. Yeah. On TV. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm sure he read for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another Margot Robbie property. So. Well, for somebody who hates Margot Robbie, you're going to get a lot of satisfaction out of this one. <laughs> There's a lot of dancing. I don't laugh at the LaBianca murders. <laughs> Are you laughing? No. <laughs> Die pigs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not laughing. Well, speaking of overrated, no, that's horrible. Speaking of blondes who are on the rise, there you go. Wow. Some are so tall, you have to look up to talk to them. Uh, former WNBA star Elizabeth Debicki, no, I, I was like saying that. Uh, no, just uh, movie star and TV star Elizabeth Debicki is joining Christopher Nolan's next film. Okay. Along with Robert Pattinson. Okay. Which is slated for a July 17th, 2020 release date. We still have no idea what this film is about, correct? I have given you all the information anybody has on it. Right. We, which is not a lot. Oh, wait. Right? I think it's being written by Jonathan Nolan. Okay. <laughs> That's what we got. All right. Well. Supposedly, it will be um, a action movie. Okay. But, you know, so is Inception. I was going to say. People yeah. are theorizing it will have a sci-fi bent. So did Inception. As did Interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. Um, I, you and I have talked about Robert Pattinson before and his uh, career and how he seems to choose films and projects that are just interesting like to guy. him. Yeah. I like that guy. So, And I think that um, Kristen Stewart is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that she is as talented as Robert Pattinson. Right. Um, though she's not untalented. I just don't 
some of the films that she's chosen is like that's probably a good film but it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that I would Go see. probably sit down and watch mm-hmm. but yeah I think you know you score a lot of money for these things and then you kind of get to write your own ticket for a while so good for them yeah yeah no I agree speaking of somebody who this is huh? who can write her own ticket uh-huh I hope uh Amelia Clark was in the news recently oh yes she revealed recently that she had undergone surgery for two separate brain aneurysms. Yes, I read about this. And she had, I don't know if it was like a secret or she just didn't publicize it. Um, she's publicizing it now. Mm-hmm. That she had had a life-threatening uh, aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Um, like after shooting was done for like the first year of Game of Thrones. Yes. So she was you know, done shooting and back at home or just you know doing whatever she's doing and had this like attack basically and was mm-hmm. I think she was at the gym or something like that. I think she was too. And yeah, and just was, you know, had this huge headache and she was her speech was slurred, all the things, all yes. the problems. And she talks about uh, in this piece that she wrote for the New Yorker called The Battle for My Life. You can't make a games of Game of Thrones at all. <laughs> Riding the dragon of oh, my goodness. brain health. Uh, she talks about like knowing like uh, my, my brain is dying. My brain is dying right now. Remember things. Remember your your lines from Game of Thrones. Like, remember something. And she's right. like, can't remember this stuff. And she's like freaking out. Well, everything turned out well. Yes. Uh, HBO's, I guess, has got great medical <laughs> plan care. Which is good. Uh, yeah, because it hasn't slowed her down. She had a, the second one was um, just a preventative surgery that she had like a couple years later, I think. Uh-huh. But uh, is doing fine now. Um, it's scary. It's so scary. It's, it's really scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it I is. mean, in all seriousness, it's very terrifying. And to have it happen like twice in her young life, I mean, she's pretty young. Not that, you know, stuff like this doesn't discriminate against how old you are yeah. by any means. But um, and part of her revealing this is um, to announce uh, and gain support for um, a charity, which is um, her charity is called Same You. And it's um, right. for neuro recovery care. That she um, started it, yes, right? specifically yeah. for young adults who experience this. Mm-hmm. It's like people like I mean, there's lots of charities for people who go through this stuff, and you can I guess it can hit you at any age. But this is specifically like you're somebody like me. You're young. You're healthy. This isn't supposed to happen, and right. I don't know where this thing hits. And so right. this is a charity for people who um, do this and give them support because it t- takes a lot of rehab. It takes time to come back from this kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, it's called Same You, one word, and you can look that up online if you're interested in donating to it. I'll put a link in the show notes, too. Sounds great. Yeah, we are that much. Um, and hopefully she'll save all that money and <laughs> she can be in a bunch of cool movies. So yeah. far, no. <laughs> Movie career, not great so far. No. But uh, unfortunately. Solo was okay. Yeah. But everybody hated it. So. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, speaking of HBO, it's all connected, man. Yeah. What about that old Deadwood trailer? Ooh, Yeah. Um, it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I really can't wait for it to come out. Um, we finally caught up on it and, uh, I'm, I'm definitely ready for the movie, even though it's like, what, 10 plus years later. Um, I, it kind of sounds like they're going to jump ahead. Uh, no, they years. yes, they are jumping ahead. So um, in that's good. Relative real time. Yeah, um, there were a lot <laughs> of they, the most makeup went to. Uh, let's see, how's Al Swearingen? Uh, craggier, fine. 
right. how's Timothy Oliphant? Is he younger than when we were shot before? I know, right? All right, wait, give him some gray. <laughs> we got to give him a mustache, something. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it will reflect. Um, clearly, we've sort of remember, like in a show, everything has to happen in somewhat real time. Yes. Deadwood would sometimes open on a night that closed the same night the last episode ended Deadwood would open and sure. it, it ran in very real time yeah and so things are stretched and 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 squished and accordion but um Hearst and you know and, and interests taking over you know the mm-hmm. west didn't happen overnight and so no. I think they will just they have picked a new spot a couple of years later to yes. kind of bring it up again but everything looks the same Swearingen is still running the gym mm-hmm. there, there's an exchange between him and and uh, Bullock, where he's like, yes. did you ever just not just ruin everything, Bullock, and just, just go in without thinking? And he's right. like, no, that's what I do. It's like, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, I know, right? Like, Gerald McRaney's still out there, so it's going to be great. Yeah, um, there were a lot of character shots. So, I mean, and I guess that's kind of really stabs. what you want to see. Yeah. And hangs. Yeah. So, um, you, yeah, you saw a lot of the familiar faces. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. How long do you think it's going to be? Probably two hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. Probably. All right. That's how long a movie is. I know. Sometimes they're three. You want to like it? Yeah. I I think just getting this movie made was tough. You know. I, so I, I would have loved a like a mini series. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna happen. No. Uh, what else are we looking at? Have we talked? We've talked before a little bit on the show about the Disney Fox deal, right? Yes. The Disney Fox deal is decided it is yes. final mm-hmm. it is done the ink is yes. dry and we're cutting the fat yes estimates four thousand to ten thousand jobs will be lost in the disney fox merger that's too bad we've already heard some names that like i subscribe to you know variety or whatever and there's all these like oh bobby so-and-so is out at cfo or whatever and i'm like okay I'm, if i was a hollywood insider i would know that name it seems important though right so, yeah people who have I'm sure golden parachutes are already um, pulling on that ripcord to get out of there. Mm-hmm. This is what's really sad is for the little people. Well, yeah, the but people who like depend on their. Here is jobs. what I think is the silver lining, and okay. we can try to get work bronze in in a second. Is that these are all creatives? You're shrinking the number of employers. Am I trying to bright side uh, concentration of wealth? Maybe I, think I am. Um, let's, if they get good severance, mm-hmm. they're creative people, they will have a chance to turn around and spend that money staying alive. Uh, I think this will lead to a, a, a creative, um, re- renaissance is too much of a word mm-hmm. part, perhaps, but I think this will lead to people becoming more creative. Now you don't have to draw a mouse every day. I'm going to get, I'm going to produce that thing I've been working on. Sure. Or I think other studios who are also doing well that aren't Disney, Fox, Marvel, mm-hmm. which is pretty much everything, will go, ooh, get that guy. We've always wanted that guy, but the mouse had him. Now yeah. we can get now, him. Now he's open up. So this her, is like yeah. a creative pollination. Sure. I'm hoping. Yeah. People don't starve to death in the meantime. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed, though. Uh, it looks like Disney-produced X-Men movies will probably not come out until after 2021. No, okay. Yes. All right. Will we ever get a release date for New Mutants? That's what I want to know. No word. Yeah. This would be the time to hear. Yes, it would. No word. Yeah. We do know that Eternals begin shooting this year. Okay. You want some casting notes? Sure, I'll have some casting notes. I don't have them. Oh, you don't? No. 
okay. I think that we've talked about this before. I think Disney is committed to this relative radio silence until the big, the big do, the big show is over. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like until like the big guns are gone from Avengers, or no, until Infinity War comes out. Oh, until okay, yeah. Everything is a spoiler. Yeah, I I saw Chris Evans eating a hard-boiled egg. Oh my god. Nanny, Nanny's gonna be in it. Oh my god! Everything is a spoiler. Yeah, it is. I I saw uh, there was an artist who had um, these depictions of characters Loki and Cap kissing. We know. Well, no, no, uh, like the characters that got disintegrated, like during Infinity War, being reunited with their their loved ones, that sort of thing. What in? It in was, hell? No, no, not in no, hell. No, them being regenerated. Be, somehow oh, okay. they're they're back. I, they, okay. they didn't specify like how they were back, jumping but the they're back. Huh? Kind of jumping the gun, but I guess. Okay. But um, Let's but it hope. was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Marvel always goes for. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sweet. All right. They go for they go for the tears. They Maybe go they for were the turning into cocoa powder. That was what was happening. Oh right. Actually, cocoa powder is not really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's bitter, mm-hmm. like the tears you taste. Yes. At the end of Infinity War. Yes. Some more bitterness is coming out. Looks like Disney is shutting down Fox Two Thousand. Uh, is that a movie production company? Yes, that is Fox's. Yes, that is Fox's. Um, that's their independent, again, what does independent even mean anymore? But that's their like smaller budget artistic films. Okay. Uh, a Love, Simon, for instance, was produced under Fox 2000. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hidden Figures was produced under Fox 2000. Okay. Well, um. And it's not an X-Men film. No. And it's about a minority. Right. Fox 2000. Okay. Well, that's too bad. Um, but I guess they can't keep everything. So. Well, I mean, they're Disney. They own quite a lot of other studios. Yes, they do. As long as they keep doing it under, let's see, there's no more Miramax. Uh, right. Touchstone. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll find ways to get these movies made. Still. I'm sure. But this is my other thing. Good. So it's not Disney or Fox. There are plenty of other you know, again, artistic slash independent studios, mm-hmm. they're going to, the the good stuff, the Love Simons won't get sucked up by the Disney machine or the Fox slash Disney machine now. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be out at other places. Yeah. No, you're right. We'll spread the wealth around. So, okay. The perks of being a wallflower too. Yeah. Wallflower harder. <laughs> or, or something like that. Yes. That, that reminds me. Something else I want to talk about. Yes. One of my favorite moments. Get yours ready. Okay. Another, I think on the second ever show, maybe I've got these backwards. The first, our first ever show, I think we talked about Ezra Miller. I think it was called uh, How to Stop Worrying and Love Ezra Miller. Something like that, yeah. Because he was cast as The Flash. Right. Five years ago. I know, right? <laughs> and we talked about this kid who we hadn't seen him in anything except I think uh, that movie where he shoots everybody with a bone arrow. Yeah, we need to talk about Kevin. And we're like, is Kevin. this going to be a thing? Yeah. And uh-huh. since you know we've seen him in Justice League, and that, that's that's good. But what's going on, man? I I know. He really... at that time. No, Rick Famuyiwa was not even on board at that time. He has come and gone since then. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, 
Mickelson and Morley, not it. Famous scientists. Uh, uh, Hardcastle and McCormick, not them. Fictional uh. detective and DA? Wasn't Which one was a DA? I don't know. Or is that know. Jake and the Fat Man? I don't, I don't know. The Lego Movie Guys. Oh, yes. Clone High Guys. Yes. What are their names? Um, There's too many names in this stupid gosh, world. Uh, I can't remember their names right now. This is terrible. Um... Yeah, but they didn't they come and go too? Yes. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so hard to get this flash film off the ground. I really don't. You um, think it would take off? Yeah, yeah, you do. At high speed. <laughs> exactly. And and I think Ezra Miller is is uh you know, funny and I think he is good for the part and uh I think it would just do gangbusters. So I just don't understand what the problem is. Well, what, what share a memory of our long, long time doing this. Um, I really enjoyed our uh, John Carpenter overview that we did where we watched a bunch of his films <laughs> and, you know, just kind of delved more into his career. Um, I enjoyed it a lot because previous to that, I had not seen a lot of John Carpenter films, and I I really enjoyed getting to know him as uh, an artist and kind of understanding more what his over was and like what kind of things make him unique and like what he synth music yes lots of synth music which he composed himself which is amazing um, not just synth music. Also, blood rituals that lead to you shooting a child out of an ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it ain't old Comey Snake, no, everybody. No, I know, right? <laughs> but um, I, I got to know... Prince of Darkness. Like that one. Yeah. I got to know more of like what to expect with his films and that sort of thing. He's one of the true... Filmmakers, I think, of our time. Mm -hmm. One of the guys who's literally just, he's doing whatever he wants. He's full of ideas, too many yes. ideas. And I mean, yeah, the thing was a remake, but like, did anybody even know about it until he remade it, you know? And he right. knows who to work with. He's got good collaborators. Um, put Kurt Russell in a million more movies. Yes. Um, there. And yeah, yeah. Well, and didn't the thing like not do very well originally in the box nah, office? Very. Which Not is really. too bad because it's a really scary film. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a cult classic It's now. the scariest Wil Wilfred Brimley film, for sure. <laughs> well, and <clears throat> one last sign of the times or of the apocalypse uh -oh. uh, related to Disney. Um, the marketing department is already at, hard at work integrating the Fox family into the Disney world. Okay. So that we shall forget that they, we will erase. Look upon my work, see mighty. I am Rupert Murdoch. Just a head in the sand. Oh, boy. If you go to the Walt Disney Company's page, yeah. you'll see several figures in the collage of characters and properties they have alongside Mickey and everyone else. You'll see the yep. Navi. You'll see Deadpool. You'll see Urn. That's uh, Don Glover's character from Atlanta, from FX. Wow. And you'll see one Bartholomew J. Simpson. What? What, what? Um... Why, why, um, I'm allergic to disbelief. <laughs> Who's Bartholomew J. Simpson? Okay. 
my gosh. Okay, Bart Simpson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that his name? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I don't know. I just made that um, so, so now we're just, we're, we're literally merging. This is the Disney family now. Okay. They, they don't have Family Guy up there, but... Bartholomew, JoJo, Bart Simpson. JoJo? <laughs> I don't know the JoJo part, but my long... My, my race memory just came up with Bartholomew J. Simpson. Yeah. Don't, okay. don't doubt it. Don't doubt the instincts. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, okay. This is, of course, the um, 21st Century Fox is the TV arm, so this is it. Okay. No sports, no, um, no political news or whatever, but well, that's good. all of the creative properties are now under the banner. Or maybe there's sports. I'm seeing a Cardinals guy over here. You huh. know what? It's all in flux. Who knows? <laughs> but the end is certainly nigh, and it will go <laughs> <laughs> as the clouds roll and the demons descend over here. Oh, gosh. And a giant yellow foot will crush the land. Oh, my gosh. It's all coming true. Yeah. Crush things like Supernatural. I, I heard. Which is set to end after yes, 15, 15 seasons. Years, which is insane. On the C-dub. Yeah. It's insane. That's really, really insane. That frog is dead by now. <laughs> the, the, right. Hello, my baby. Hello, Frogs don't live that long. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. That frog is, he's, he's an ex-frog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how what are, are, what are the I haven't seen that show in 10 years so what like what's even going on I have no idea how many times can you get trap possessed? Satan in a cage and get possessed I, I know have they moved on to like come on Sam we gotta remember our chakras and chant our mantras they're moving on to like other religions and stuff and they've tried to spin know. off like three different shows from that show and they've like all crashed and burned basically have they really? Yeah, oh. there was like the Snoop Sisters one, and there was like the, oh. it's not the Snoop Sisters, but you know what I mean. It was like the the girls that are like yes. the supernatural girls. Right. And there was something else. Nailed it. Um, I mean. I want the Bobby Chronicles. The Bobby Chronicles? That'd yeah. be awesome. No, the, the Idjit Chronicles. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, Bobby helps the Winchesters, but he helps a lot of hunters. A lot of hunters yes. are coming in and out, right? Yeah. So it's just like an anthology story, Bobby telling like, you know, there's this one idiot. He thought he knew how to hunt vampires. <laughs> it turns out he didn't know beans. Right. And he's like, oh, follow this guy. Right. Um, What's the name of the the um, the angel? Aloysius. Him? Aloysius? P. Jackson. Um, Castiel? Yeah, Castiel. Thank you. Did they do a Castiel show? Because they probably could have. Mr. Collins wants them to. Yeah, I know, right? Just don't shoot in the Twin Cities. Oh. <laughs> Dark. Only true fans will get that. We'll understand joke. that reference. <laughs> Carry a lot of cash. Yeah. All right. All right, let's talk about us. Let's. I mean, literally. Give me another one of your favorite moments. One of our favorite moments? Okay. Um, I really enjoyed... Oh, you thought I meant the movie, Us? I did. No, we're talking about Us. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed our... Even though it was it was hard in, in places. The, the Mary Marvel Watching Society that we did when we rewatched all of the Marvel films. Oh, boy. In order. So we got smart. Because when we rewatched all the Star Trek films... Yes. 13 weeks later. Yes. We were done with the 
idea. So we got so we got smart, and we just did it by phases, right? Yes. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. That was a lot of watching. It was a lot, and we we had to watch several a week to keep on track. Um, and some were easier to watch than others. Some were kind of painful to watch. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, but I I. I feel like I was definitely ready for Infinity War at the end of that. So yeah, um, boy, there's a lot I can think of. I always enjoy our event coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the um, interviews and things that we do, and yes. it's turned. I don't know. I always felt like three days, even four days of a con is like well, I, I get it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something specific. Some event or somebody talking or some appearance or something that I want to see on a Saturday or a Sunday. I, that by the end of Friday, I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know? <laughs> or, you know, or if I make some friends or something like that, it's like, well, what do they want to do? Let's, you know, get introduced to something new. But you've got all your merch by then. You've seen what you want. You've talked to people. Mm-hmm. And starting to cover these things, you know, as like a correspondent, it totally changes them for me. Yeah, it's it not becomes, always as easy to enjoy them. But that's how I enjoy them. Yeah. Right. I realized that I was doing it wrong all these years. Yeah, okay. All those years that I just wandered around, my feet were swollen, and I was like, why am I here? Now it's like, my feet are swollen, and I'm going to go talk to Mitch Garads or, or whatever. Right. You know, Kurt Busick's waiting for me. Right. Let's go. Right. Yeah, I just like that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Something else I like is um, the coverage that we did. This seems so long ago now, but remember the sad puppies controversy? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. This is back when we were doing two a week because we were insane. Yes. And we did a whole thing where we researched because I heard it and I wanted to know what was going on. Yes. With the Sifwa whole controversy and all that. And we dug into it and basically wrote like a whole report and like coverage of essays and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we just presented it all, gave you all the facts. Gosh. I got to hunt that one down and maybe help point people to it. But anyway, yeah, that was. No, it was good. Yeah. I really, um, I, I felt like a real journalist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Queen for a day. <laughs> there we it had, is. Sexism we, in SFF publishing. Yes. Um, we had a couple of shows like that kind of in the beginning. We had one that was all about women in refrigerators and like where that um phrase was coined <laughs> and like uh, um where i found that i found i'm going through our old uh and it's not even this part of our archive isn't even online because this is just like the remnants of our old host oh okay i took all the shows down i don't know why i guess probably because i had to pay for the storage still but the posts are still there mm-hmm. uh and so i'm going through and i'm looking at like the old um posts that don't contain the audio files and i think i found the one where we talked about um, misha collins getting attacked oh no i entitled it beat wings not angels okay yeah that sounds right yeah you were saying (laughs) um i i was saying we had a whole episode that was about women in refrigerators and like uh the first occurrence of that in comics and then what other examples were and um yeah, we we had another one about like women being harassed on the street. Um, we did a lot of kind of like <laughs> social justice type <laughs> we topics. We gotta talk about us. We I, gotta talk about us. Okay, all right. We'll go back and we'll um, 
we'll give our final wrap up memories and um you know I love a pun, so I will uh make you suffer through uh some of my favorite puns. Oh, okay. Uh from our show titles. Sure. Uh Ood Where's My TARDIS? How about that one? That's uh that's kind of uh that's what, pretty what's good. in store for you. So anyway, yeah. yeah, let's talk about the film that came out this weekend by Jordan Peele. It's called Us. Mm-hmm. It's written by Jordan Peele. Yes. It's directed by Jordan Peele. Yes. Yeah, he's not in it. No, he is not. He loves Hitchcock, right? He must. Yeah. I know he loves he, Twilight He Zone. absolutely must. Loves Rod Serling. He has to have, like, love Hitchcock. Yeah. He's not going to put himself in these days? It's a real Hitchcock move. Well, I, I think it's kind of refreshing that he's not putting himself in them. But. I do, too. He, Hitchcock was not a performer, and so that's just a little grace note, you know, a little ego stroke for him. Right. And he is known as a performer. People have to be taken seriously, I'm sure. Yes. And also, I associate so many... Uh, funny things with him yes. that if I saw him, I would, would probably laugh. You would expect him to be <laughs> yeah, funny so, yeah. or something. Yeah. So if all that's true, why are you in a suit introducing these Twilight Zone episodes? Because right. <laughs> it's the same problem. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. Us. 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 Yep. Uh, it stars Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, uh, and some other people, but yes. those are the two main people. I'll give the white people a, a go, I guess. Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker also show up in this for some reason. Yes. Tim Heidecker, same problem. Look at him, funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm not familiar with what else he's done. <laughs> See, you're not a awesome show, great job person. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not either, but I have the internet <laughs> and YouTube, so I feel like I've seen the entire show. Okay. Remember right. Mr. Show? Uh, I Yes. Oh boy. I haven't really seen it, but oh I remember boy. it. Okay. Why don't you just tell me what happens in us? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, I mean, should I do the... Is this a new... 300 shows, is this a new leaf for you? I don't know. Should I do Should the... you just give us the basic premise? Yes, you should. Okay. Um, it starts off with a, a, a family at a carnival... Uh, in California. This is not a premise. No. This is literally, uh, you're setting, this is a pitch. Okay, should I just do the premise then? Um, Yes. Present day. Present time. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, A young black family is going to a vacation home. How young are they? Well. Some of them are younger than others. All right. We didn't think that it was like a bus, like a reunion, <laughs> like everybody was on. <laughs> All right, calm a down. Nuclear. I feel like I can't, after the aughts, I can't say that word anymore. Nuclear. I can say it. Yeah. A nuclear black family. Yes. Is going on vacation. Is going on vacation in California. And um, there's, the dad is talking about going to this beach. Mom, for some reason, doesn't want to go to this beach. We find out more later, um, but this beach ha- is there. There's a boardwalk, and there's like kind of like a carnival type thing going on there. Um, maybe not during the day, but um, anyways, you they, just cut out the first scene. You're um, still doing a sorry synopsis. Um, anyways, in the third act, they meet they meet some of their friends there. Um, <laughs> just gonna, gonna keep going. Uh, and uh, the they go go home and at night and um, 
the wife is divulges to the husband a traumatic experience she had when she was a child there and she kind of wants to leave and he's a little like why are you so worried about this and that sort of thing but he listens to her concerns and then the lights kind of flash and their son comes in and says there's a family in our driveway and then the family kind of starts attacking them. And, and the family is doppelgangers. Is of us. Them. Yes. Not us. Right. Them. Yes. Yes. Exactly. They are attacked. Yes. By so, dark versions of themselves. Yes. And, and it just kind of snowballs from there. There are There's no snow. It's in California. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, um, and then um, you, you've got five on it. Mm, right <laughs> throughout the entire film yes um yeah so i did want to give props to everybody that was in the film because i think that everybody did a real good job i didn't nobody was like eh, they were a great. stinker no uh yeah um uh they have two kids yes. <coughs> excuse me in their nuclear family mm-hmm. um one of them is played by um shahadi wright joseph uh that's uh the daughter's name is zora yes and evan alex plays um Jason, uh, the young brother son. Yes. And of course they played their doubles. Yes. And then um, anything else? I mean, the father, mother, the twins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are two girls that are that are twins. And that's pretty, it's a sparse cast. It you is. Know, it's pretty much focused on just those people. Yep. And their doubles. And their doubles. Everybody gets two roles in this. Yes. But one paycheck. Yeah. Winston Duke, of course, is familiar from uh, Black Panther. Yes. Where he plays Mbaku, Mbaku. the uh, leader of the Hill Tribe. And, yes. of course, Lupita Nyong'o is familiar from Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, she plays... They're just um, always going to be... The love interest. ...in the of, same movies. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> from now on. Well, and they... I think you mentioned this, but they both went to grad school at Yale. They were a year apart. Mm-hmm. So... Ooh-la-dee-da! I know! Did they earn their way in? <laughs> wow you know uh, I that think like they did. so there's like 50 or so i don't know there's x amount of people who are being indicted or at least right. looked at for this but you know that they're just going after like the celebrity it's got to be more than 50 people right it's just whoever was in the books of These this people. guy that they busted yeah or several guys who were setting this up you know that there's this has to be widespread, right? Yeah. So, but there's a lot of famous people right now who are like holding their breath, like I know. And then I think there's some people who are making jokes, which are probably shouldn't be making jokes. Well, I don't know them. Let's not make them. Yeah, I know. What do you think of the movie? Uh, I like the movie. Um, I thought it was really creepy, um, which I was expecting from Jordan Peele after seeing Get Out, um, and. Uh, I, I thought the doppelgangers, especially, of course, were really creepy. And they all wear red jumpsuits. They have one golf glove on their hand. Yeah, or like a driving glove or something. Yeah. yeah. And then they have these gold shears that they carry. Um, to, and they, and they, they call themselves the tethered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like the underground shadow people they love underground yes when the movie started with a title card yes that's like there's a lot of tunnels underground i'm like yeah what i, I know <laughs> what i know that in the Somebody, u.s that we don't yeah we're not aware of yeah okay whatever. 
Well, we are now. Yeah. Great. Exactly. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. Who at, at Bloom Productions was like, you should do this. I know, right? <laughs> right? Or like, m- movies, scary movies always start with like, somebody's like, I bet you didn't know that the human body has 215 bones or whatever. Right. Like, Whoa, how are bones going to be involved in this? Yes. What? Exactly. I felt like it was a little heavy handed. It, it was. It was. And I mean, whenever you use title cards, you have to use them kind of sparingly. And they, but I this mean, was sparse. They were spare, it was. though. Yeah. I, um, I liked it too. And I'm starting to get the opinion or the idea that it's not okay to like it. Or at least oh. it's okay to not like it. Okay. Many of my similarly aged or slightly older white male friends mm-hmm. um, know that's not a demographic, right? They're white. It's just plain. And then other oh. people are demographics. Wow. They're all like, yeah, isn't that great? And I'm like, well, we all shit ourselves for Get Out. Yes. Um, We'll get into it when we get to our spoilers, but I would say that this is not... Um, as um, evolved, not evolved, um, detailed. I don't think this has as much to say as Get Out does. It has many layers. Yeah, Yeah, there's layers. It's not Photoshop. Uh, No, I I know what you mean. Um, Yeah, it's not as involved as Get Out, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it is um, uh, very well made. Uh, Yes, I would agree with you there. I disagree with one of my friends that it's boring, um, I think oh, that I it's, don't think it's boring. I think it's very tense. Yes. Uh, and that is all, all down to the filmmaking, um, you know, the timing of things, um, the editing and everything. It's I you pick a handful, pick a 10 other horror movies, especially modern horror movies, mm-hmm. which I want to talk about. And it would beat them because this is a horror movie. All the trailers before it were horror movies. Yes. <laughs> And we did a show uh, this year, a couple months ago, a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, Mm -hmm. about horror in 2018. 2018. And we picked three standout horror films. Yes, we did. Without really having seen every horror film. Right. And they were standout specifically because they weren't about a doll or about white people playing with Ouija boards and then getting killed in their house (laughs) or at least dragged around their bedroom or something like that. Right. Which seems to be what all horror movies are now. Uh Uh-huh. And the the previews that we saw were just so of that. We were it was almost like we were seeing parodies, you know, like we're gonna watch like a real horror movie that is probably more thriller than horror, but it's still going to scare you in an elemental way. Yes. And every other f- trailer that we saw was bam. Oh no, there's a ghost in there. Oh, boom! The door closes. Oh. Rinse my hair, please. A girl's getting her hair washed by a ghost. Yes. And if you're a ghost, aren't you like, you want the cream rinse? I just want to kill people. (laughs) It has gotten to this point where it is a parody of itself. Mm -hmm. The fact that making a loud noise and a cat jumps out and we're scared, you know, the jump scare has gone so far up its own ass. It's come out, gone up again. It's a Nautilus shell now. Yeah. Of what do we do now? What is ridiculous? It used to be you're washing your face, you stand up, you close the bathroom mirror, somebody's behind you. Right. Turn. Yes. You turn around, there's nobody there. You pull the shower curtain back. Nobody. Right. <gasps> what is it? Am I we've losing just it? gone to the point now where, and speaking of John Carpenter, he's like, screw that. What if a kid is uh, dresses up in a clown outfit and stabs his sister to death? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> um, 
it was it was old back then. Yes. It so was. why is a ghost washing a little girl's hair? I, I don't know. Rinse, please. <laughs> well, I don't think. <laughs> so that's the state of horror at this point. Although I have to say, I think that Octavia Spencer movie didn't look so bad. Uh, yeah. What was it <laughs> called? Remember. Like Ma, I think it was called. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And it w- itself was a victim of, I think, the marketing of horror movies these days. Because this looks more like a thriller, like a psychological thriller. Yes. Here's the breakdown. First of all, Olivia Spencer is a... I thought Octavia. A biz- uh, yeah, sorry. Octavia Spencer is a business unto herself. Yes. Uh, you know, I think she's a great actress. I think she can only ever play... An Octavia Spencer character, mm-hmm. whatever she's in. Sure. Do you know what I mean? She's yes. just kind of that. Yes. And she's that in this. Mm-hmm. And so it's a movie about she. these kids are like, oh, we're going to get some brewskis. Lady, can you buy some beer for us? Yeah. And this lady, it's Octavia Spencer, she's like, I don't really want to have time for this. She's Okay. All right. I'll tell you what. Here. Here's some beer. But don't tell anybody about this. And they're like, oh, that's so sweet. She's like, you know what? You guys want a place to drink that beer? She's like, come on over. You can come to my basement. They're like, this is weird. This lady's a, we're going to go to her basement? Right. She's small. We can beat her up if we have to. Right. And they go to the, her house and she's got like, oh, this is a cool basement. She's got some lights hung up and they're going to party down there, right? Right. And then, of course, I'm guessing over the course of the film, th- yes. they do this more and more. She becomes their connection for alcohol. Now they're all like sacked out and hung over and they're like, I got to go to school one of these days. It's like, ring, ring. You're not going to stand me up tonight. It's Mama or whatever they right, want her to call her. Right. <laughs> She's like, you guys are going to have a party with me, right? And they're like, Jesus, she wants us to party all the time. Yeah. And then yada, yada, yada. It gets deadly somehow. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of in. I could see that. But the entire trailer is set up like, ring, ring, dun, somebody's <laughs> calling me. And then Mama's like, you sure you don't want another shot? Dun. Yes. It's, it's all set in the marketing of one of these haunted house movies, yes. but that's not what it is. No. Like, watch the Fatal Attraction, you know, trailer. It's like right. that. You know, it's like this literal pot boiling. See what I did there? Yes. Tension where it's, what is happening here? Like, I thought we were doing this, but we're doing this. Right. And what what is this person capable of? Right. Exactly. Buying us a ton of beer, I guess. <laughs> so I just don't, I don't, I think horror is lost up its own butt. Yeah. It's all about the computer is possessed or something and it's texting me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cancel my account or, or right. whatever. And right. Jordan Peele didn't care about any of that. No. He just wants to make his movies. He has these weird ideas like, what if Hands Across America but scary And then he just goes the whole way with it. Yes, he does. And you got to love him for it. Yeah. That said, not as good as Get Out. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not as good as Get Out. Uh -uh. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is uh, the best part of the movie. Oh, for sure. Uh, Although uh, the little girl is good. The little version of her uh, is real good, too. Um, She's played by um, Madison Curry and Ashley McCoy. Um, Twins, I'm assuming. Uh, they have different last names, but oh, oh, maybe like different. Oh, different Madison ages. Curry is the uh, the young version, and then the um, teenaged version, who only appears in like one or two scenes, is played by Ashley Ashley McCoy. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Yeah, but that she was good. Sense. You know, the kids are good, but yeah, this is Lupita Nyong'o's movie. Um, yes, she's on the poster. Yale drama, right? Yeah, <laughs> or or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's on the poster. Uh, it's definitely uh, her film. Mm-hmm. 
It definitely is. Elizabeth Moss is pretty good. Yep. She's not in it for very long. No. She has a scene that makes me think if they ever get this Flash movie off the ground and they want to do Flashpoint uh-huh. and they need a Martha Wayne Joker. Right. Yes. I can see that. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Have her smile crazily at you and you'll go, oh, you're okay. Right. You got the part. Yes. No, I, I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. And I I think that everybody does a good job of doing their doppelganger self and being scary and that sort of thing. So I'm sure it was a lot of fun to um, film because, you know, actors love it when they get to do more than one thing on a particular film. So I'm sure it was a lot of fun from that standpoint. Yeah. The whole it's at its core, it is. I don't know. At its core, it has a sort of derivative. I mean, it's a home invasion movie. It is. Uh, at least for part of it. Yes. And so it puts you in the mind of a strangers or a... I, I kept thinking of Funny Games. I don't know if Michael I'm Haneke familiar movie. with that one. What about like Cape Fear or something like that? No, that's Cape Fear is the Octavia Spencer movie. Oh, okay. Why is she wearing my earrings? <laughs> thanks for these earrings. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did I... Give you those when I was drunk. Mm-hmm. Here are those stamps you ordered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought like like Michael Haneke is your mileage may vary, but he's this sort of shocking filmmaker. He makes these like brutal movies that he's the um, Scandinavian Yorgos Lanthimos, I guess. Okay. Uh, and he he made this movie called Funny Games in his own country, and then he actually remade it here, oh, okay. uh, almost shot for shot. And it's just like these two young white men who maybe this didn't seem so weird when he made the movie but now young white men are the scariest creatures on the planet but anyway yeah. they just come into this couple's house and they have a family some kids and they're like hey what's going on and they're like who are you they're like oh you know we're just gonna hang out and then, you know they start beating people up and they tie them to chairs and it's just this kind of whole thing okay it's kind of what it reminded me of there's a violation of of the home like the private space in this right. which is made more uh, resonant by the fact that these people look just like us right not us the movie right us right the characters in the movie us yes so that's right the movie us not the us the movies the characters <laughs> in the movie, us. Those so are us. they so are they really invading their home or is it their home too that's the doppelganger thing. yeah i know let's talk about doppelgangers because it's all we can really say until we get to spoilers yes. um you know that i love a good doppelganger film yes it's probably one of my favorite genres mm-hmm. let's start with you though as a doppelganger, doppelganger film, how do you think it rates? Mm. Name a better doppelganger film. Oh, boy. Scott um, Pilgrim and no. No. <laughs> um, well, um, there's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's a pretty good oh. doppelganger type yeah. film. Yeah. I mean, but once. The 70s one? Yeah, the, the 70s one? one. Yeah. But once there is the other doppelganger one, you know that the real one is dead. That's plus kind of a thing, though, with doppelganger plus films. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay, by all markers of what I've asked, you are correct. I guess what I meant was, because that's a monster movie. Yeah, it and is. And it doesn't take hardly anything for them to go... <laughs> But it's they like, make okay, weird they're, noises. They're the too. other, you yeah. know. 
Um, I'm talking about like the Dostoevsky and sort of oh, okay. shadow self, you know. I, um, yeah, you're you, but I'm you, and how do we feel about that? Right. Um, well, we talked about John Carpenter earlier. What like about... Enemy. Okay. I do not love the films of Denis Villeneuve, but I like right. 90% of Enemy. Okay. You know that one? I'm not familiar with that one. Jake Gyllenhaal is a professor. He's getting a divorce. He Somebody says, hey, you look like this actor I saw in a movie. And he's like, oh, okay. And he goes and he rents the movie and he watches it and there's a guy in the movie. Who looks just like him. Yeah, I guess he rented Donnie Darko. And <laughs> he's like, that's weird. That guy does look like, look like me. And he goes and watches all the rest of the guy's movies. And it's kind of more, it's partially an obsession with this weird person that looks like him, but it's also, he's got nothing else going on in his life. Mm. So he actually ends up tracking this guy down. Okay. But the people in his life as he gets closer to this guy, start to mistake him for the other guy. And so now it becomes like this rush of like, oh, I'm living this life. Like people respond to me and I'm an actor maybe. And then he finally meets up with this guy and the guy's like, there's nothing magic about it. The guy's like, yeah, we look kind of alike, I guess. All right, great. And then at one point, some, I can't remember how, but somehow like he sees Jake Gyllenhaal with his ex-wife and he's like, you know, your ex-wife's kind of hot. Do you mind if I... Wow. And then, you know, you can, you can be with my wife if you want. And then so it's, it kind of gets weird like that. And that it, is weird. Yeah. That is really weird. It's based on a book. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't know. Uh, what about like. Uh, the Twilight Zone? Well, the Twilight Zone episode, Mirror Image. It's supposedly based yeah. in part on that. Jordan Peele has, has mentioned that. Which is like. <laughs> I don't remember any suitcases in us. The big thing yeah, in that know, is like, right? is that my suitcase? We've entertainment's moved on a little bit. From you've since been then. in this restroom before. Now you've been in this restroom already. <laughs> what do you got? A bladder infection? I know. Come on. I know. Who's who's the attendant who's like, you've been in here Get too out of many this times. Restroom. What do you have? A tiny bladder? Stop tipping me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. There was one article that I read. Um, First of all, congrats uh, about us that that mentioned really um, we're getting oh us the movie us the movie yes that mentioned uh, David Lynch quite a bit <laughs> um, so like Lost Highway, Mulholland Drive, and of course Twin Peaks. Um, Lynchian yes my yeah, yeah did, uh, finish your thought. You're just drawing a parallel. Well, I'm just kind of drawing off of that. And then, like... like. Well, don't lose that. Her her dad... Her. You know, no, we're not talking about her. Okay, fine. The movie. No, we're not talking about her. Her dad... Uh, in Twin Peaks. What's her What's her name? Leland. Yes. Yes. Palmer. Leland Palmer. He looks like when he's... That's possession. Yeah, okay. That is possession. That's not really a doppelganger. The difference between David Lynch and... Jordan Peele, and we've got a lot farther to go in Peele's filmography before we can make this distinction, is that there is absolutely, definitely, 100% a method to Lynch's madness. There is something. He knows what it means. I've seen movies where Mind Game, that anime that we watched, there are movies where we're just letting it go. Nothing means anything. Don't worry about it. 
you won't try to not you i was going trying to say the name of the filmmaker and i can't remember and i don't want to botch it but anyway the guy that makes mind game he made yes. a girl walks home alone at night or whatever yes we are clearly free associating in lynch's films it makes sense to somebody you could write it all down and, and I'd look at it and go, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, then the, the, t- the teapot, yeah, sure. Right. Everything make, makes sense. Right. He'll never tell you. No. You ask him and he's like, yeah, well, you know, my next film's going to be about a circus strongman. Right. No, it's not. He just lies. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peele is willing to tell you what his stuff is about. Yes. And I don't know if that's because he, it's more important than small towns are darker than they look. Congratulations, David Lynch. Right. Um, I don't know if it's because he's make, especially in Get Out, he's making points about race. He wants you to hear, mm-hmm. or if it's just, you know, he grew up today in a world with the web, and so, so he'll do a Wired video where he people go. So was the guy running in Get Out? Was that a thing? He's like, well, here's what it was. It was something, something, something. something. Like he'll just tell you what it is. Right. I kind of like that accessibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love an enigma I don't too, and maybe with because you. I've got. Uh, Lynch, uh, like, uh, I don't need Jordan Peele to hide things from me, but I like the mm-hmm. fact that he'll just explain it. Yeah. So in, you know, a month or so, we'll get a wired video where he explains it all. Yeah. No, but no, if no. I had to explain what this was about, really about, without spoiling it, and we're seconds away from our spoiler talk, mm-hmm. I think it is a parable about assimilation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where Get Out is about appropriation, I think this is about assimilation. Mm -hmm. But I think it's about assimilation a lot less than Get Out was about appropriation. I think Get Out was really kind of about something. I think this is just scary, but also assimilation. Yes. And and I... think I've read things where Jordan Peele has more or less said as much. Oh, I haven't read those things. Well, like... I'm a genius. he, He talks about... How um, this day and age, how we're really scared of the other, quote unquote, or like the person who is different from us, like us versus them sort of thing. Um, so is the so- sequel then. <laughs> giant so, ants. Right. The giant ant comes home and goes, wait a minute. There's another family of giant ants <laughs> outside the hill. Yeah. Um, so like what if what we are really scared of was a darker version of ourselves sort of thing. We're scared of ourselves. Yeah. We're scared of us. Right. We're, yeah. sc- we're scared of... I still think it's about like, if we're <laughs> It's kind of different than what I was different. saying. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Why would there be a white family in it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. We got to get to it. All right. So from this point for... Oh, so uh, r- recommend? Uh, yeah, I would recommend. <laughs> I would absolutely recommend. Don't believe the lack of hype. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's made a ton of money. It's doing fine. But if your friend's like, eh, okay, you will enjoy your two hours. It's yes. not even two hours. Well, it's like 210. You will enjoy uh, your time watching us. us. You'd have to. Yes. Um, I think you'll be finding yourself asking less questions or maybe less satisfying questions when you leave. But yeah, it's uh, you'll never look at a rabbit the same way. Mm-mm, yeah. Let's talk about spoilers. Yes. Do you want oh. to open it? Or? Um, I know you've got burning questions. Well... Um, I'll tell you what five on it means. Yeah, oh, yeah what does five on it mean? Oh, really? No, I, it, it, they are talking about drugs, aren't they? Yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. about weed. Yeah, like a, a dime, 
bag or something like that. Did I ever, uh, RIP, uh, did I ever tell you my theory about uh, no diggity? No, I don't think you did. It might not even be a theory, but I've just never heard anybody say it before. It's by Blackstreet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Chauncey and Blackstreet? Mm-hmm. The, the puppet? There's a puppet in the video? I don't remember the puppet, but Gotta I bag it up? you. Yeah. It's, it's all, there are all these sort of like druggy sort of references in it, but I think that the whole, why are we doing this? We're talking about us. Uh, real <laughs> quick. But I think the whole thing is about, he, he talks about like how hot this girl is, and then there's, a, a, the girl's a drug dealer. Okay. I think this is the girl that he buys his weed from. Okay. But it's also like, she's hot. She's like a hot right. chick. And so he's like, he, she's above him in status, both because she's like, unattainable she's hard to get she's like this real hottie mm-hmm. but also he buys weed from her do you know what i mean right. she's like he's in this subservient role so he's trying to figure out how he can bag this thing up <laughs> a bag of weed but he's also trying right. to like you know bag Snag up groceries or like yeah right you know like f- complete this transaction here. right well that makes sense to me sure i don't know what the puppet means though yeah, right it was just us, weird the movie us the movie um, so it's all about doppelgangers and okay. stuff. Let me do it. <laughs> um, you, you, you got this? Yeah, I got it. Um, so the doppelgangers have different names from the titular characters. Well, they're not titular characters. The, then the Wilson family. Um, In a pronoun sense, they are. Yeah. <laughs> In a pronoun sense, they are the titular characters. Yeah. Or are they? Well, right. Who is the us? That's your best one. Only 35 more minutes on this, and we move on. I think it refers to both. And I've also heard... Is it us, the family? Is it us, the uh, the underdwellers? Is it us, uh, Red and Adelaide? Is it mm-hmm. us as a nation? Right. Is it us as humanity? Is it us as black people? I think it's See what all I mean? those things. Uh, well, 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 all right. This this podcast is over. No, it's not. I've, I've also heard in a couple of videos people say that it's Don't not just. Don't get your information from videos. But it's not just us as a nation. It's U.S. as in United well, States. Well, I'll leave a link to the um, PragerU uh, video that that's from. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely there. And America mm-hmm. is ex- explicit, excuse me, in it. And anytime you, when this movie starts off and it's a commercial for Hands Across America. Right. Which, I don't know, look it up, kids. Um, and it's zooming in. And I'm like, oh, they got Goonies. Huh. Yeah, that seems like, I wish I had Goonies on VHS when I was a kid. Oh, they've got Chud. Why do they have Chud? What is Chud? What is Chud? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I don't They've know. They've also got the right stuff. Now, once we get done talking about um, Goonies and Chud, we're going to have a real good time. But Chud is a, it's a horror movie, and it's, okay. it stars John Hurd, who... It's not so secret. He's, I like John Hurd. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it, sta- it stands for um, something hooby dooby dooby Contamination... Hazard urban disposal or something like that. Okay. It's just it's basically it's about um, a government program. Stop me if you heard this one. Okay. That's underground. Oh, that creates these creatures. Okay. That go berserk and get out. Well, that sounds like us. But not get out. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, us the movie. Yeah, us the movie. I'm, I'm not gonna stop. This is no, gonna go the whole, the whole time. That's fine. So, I'm not saying inspired by, but it's definitely like it's kind of like him going, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. 
Right. Yes. See and this? like and And then Goonies is you know, at the end of us when they find that pirate ship, I was thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I actually don't really know what the Goonies thing is. Well, except they go underground. For, yeah, they, it is part of its underground, right. Yeah. And they're, one of the videos that I saw uh, did make a point that I totally missed. There's a point where Red, the mm-hmm. Adelaide's doppelganger, yes, says like, it's our time. It's up here. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess Sean Astin says that in Goonies, but oh is my that gosh. is this supposed to be her memory of having watched Goonies? Goonies yes. and Hands Across America and the thriller video. Yes. Which I inspired think so. the red jumpsuits and the one glove? I think it definitely inspired the glove. Um so but maybe you the can blame too. the collapse of America in two thousand nineteen in the world of us yes. movie. On, on Michael thriller. Jackson. <laughs> on Michael Jackson. Yes. They should, they should pair this with Finding Neverland, a double feature. Oh, no. No. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I like. That's the kind of, I hit a deer, I kill a guy with a deer head later on. Like, that's yes. what I expect from Jordan Peele stuff. Yes. Um. So, which, which is we sometimes criticize as uh, oh, sure is as easy to write a screenplay. <laughs> you just put something in I the guess. first act, you put it in the third act. Yeah. But when it has more thematic connection, yeah, it feels more organic. Yes. And you get that a little bit. Sometimes you don't though. Yeah. Sometimes it's like I've got a magic trick that makes fire. Right. And then later on, my doppelganger will, will be burned to death. Yeah. <laughs> because I, know, I made right? him do it. Um. So the guy at the pier who has the the Bible verse either written on the cardboard or on his forehead. Yes. It's 1111, which is double, double, you know. I mean, like it's. Well, there is no time that's two, two, two. Right. But you're going to have 1111. Yeah. You're going to have four people in a family facing off against four people in a family. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Let's, come on, let's, let's dig harder. Let's dig deeper here. Let's talk about themes. Okay. What's going on with fairy tales in this? If we begin Mm -hmm. with the story of a child Mm -hmm. and really a woman who, one woman who has never really left like the mind of a child. I mean, she's had, and how do the, how does it work? When you, so you, uh, is there. (laughs) What? I'm breaking down here. You're fine. Just like, <clears throat> I would call this a science fiction fairy tale. Ding. Yeah. Write it. Coined it. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that it is the the action here is science fiction. These are clones. But how does that even work? Do you get when Adelaide is born? Does the doctor, who's secretly working for the government, take a sample of her DNA, quickly gin up a clone that is approximately the same age i guess i don't know why it wouldn't be nine years younger but whatever at the same time you've already done this to winston duke somewhere right Mm -hmm. and then when winston duke and lupita nyong'o get together in the real world do you force them to mate in the under i think the answer is yes and if you do that or since they're tethered they share one soul and now we're moving on this is where we move into the fairy tale not the Mm sci-fi Are they doing that anyway? Because remember, everybody who's doing something upstairs also does it downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to imagine maybe the downstairs people influence the upstairs people. They should. That's what the point of the program was, right? Right. 
all of these things are never explored. Mm. We're just having this premise so we can have people fight themselves because it's scary. Yes. And I didn't want some sci-fi epic where we go through all the things of it. But right. I Get Out was, it, it asked a lot of questions and it didn't answer the ones that were ongoing, which is, what do you say to a black person at a party? I'm just kidding. Uh, but I mean, all of the particulars, all the details, you know, it sort of wrapped up. Mm-mm. This left so many questions that I yes. should have been asking about, yeah, like us, I guess, huh? Instead of like, well, why were the clones like this? Why were the things like this? Like, I feel like I could make a real long YouTube video <laughs> that I shouldn't and I'm not going to make <laughs> about all the unanswered questions. Yeah. You know, it's like, I would agree with and you. I would compare this to another film that features somebody fighting themselves called Annihilation, where oh, it also yeah. has a lot of open questions mm-hmm. of the particulars, but I got the spiritual and like tonal point, mm-hmm. which was we, now I have to elucidate it, we become detached from ourselves and the things that we're connected to, mm-hmm. and right. weird things happen. Yes. And we shouldn't. I got that. Right. Is, will Caden, or will, will, will Kane now and Lena make an alien baby and all these stupid videos about like, that's just not what it's about. Right. Leaving us, I want to make one of those videos. Yeah. I have all these questions still. I, I know. Well, why were there rabbits to begin with? And when they have kids, do you clone their kids or do you have the kids that the tethered have? Are they the same kids? Because they wouldn't be. Yeah, Hi, I, why is, I think that they why are Why is the Umbra a girl that looks just like Zora? Yeah, I know. That's not genetically possible. I, I know. <laughs> well, and how did this get started? Like, how far back does this go? Does this go back to when the tunnels Once first upon started? A time. Yeah. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Underground Railroad? I don't know. But I mean, like, is that a thing? Was I supposed to think that? I don't know. Also, well, well apportioned. Um you, it's not like a greasy ladder. There's like a nice escalator? mall escalator <laughs> going down here, like an airport. Yeah. I know. Uh, so anyway, those and those are questions that, like I said, yeah. I mean, they're not important. They all just provide atmosphere. But you know, there's a lot of little details that you have to pay attention to. Come back and get out. I'm watching a lot of things here, thinking this rabbits are important. Back. No, not really. Well, I, I guess it's their are. food source. But why would they? Okay. This is it, guys. Jumpsuits, check. Yeah, I know, right? Michael Jackson gloves? Yeah. Scissors? Let all the rabbits out? Oh, no, one sec. <laughs> all the rabbits are out. Yes. Check. Well, speaking... It's creepy to have rabbits crawling around when the lights are flickering. Well, speaking of, of fairy tales... Yes. Um, Because it's underground, I mean, you can you can talk about going down the rabbit hole... So to speak. Yeah, yeah. And you can talk about Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Um. So I mean, those you things. You can talk come about an, uh, an apple, the candied apple that she carries with yes. her. Yes. You can talk about Merlin's forest that she goes into. Yes. The forest is the place of, of darkness. Is the belly of the beast in uh, in European fairy tales. Yes. Well, and then rabbit. Once upon a time. <laughs> Um, having your being a princess, you know, the having your kingdom taken away from you. Right. And we've all seen Snow White and the Hunts, but we've, we've all seen it. Uh, well, I know. <laughs> um, 
But rabbits can also mean like rebirth. And, no, 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 no. And resurrection. No. No. Where? Why? Because of Easter. Where'd you read that? What's your citation? Yeah, because of because of Easter. YouTube video. See the YouTube video. No. What What ancient people revere the rabbit as a symbol of rebirth? I don't know. Okay. So. Okay. Fine. Thank you, Cadbury Easter Bunny. What YouTube video was that in? I, Tell I me so I can block I that know. channel. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a lot more explicit uh, fairy tale references than that. Yeah. I mean, Zora wears quite a few shirts that yeah, reference the movie rabbits. Likes rabbits. We got yeah, it. I know. We got it. What's yeah. up, Doc? All right. <laughs> um, you know, another thing about Chud. No, I don't know. Um, wow. Yeah. What if Hands Across America, but. But creepy. But scary. Yeah. <sighs> This is I don't. What else do we say? We could be done. Um, I, I guess I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed the music overall. Um, I yes, I did and did not. Well, I I, I enjoyed the very in, intense choir that went over kind of the that, opening credits. That bugged me. And if all these fat white guys on YouTube could get their shit together, we would have somebody try and translate that if it's real Latin or whatever. Because right. I'm really interested in what, what it actually uh, means. they're saying there. Yeah. But we'll never know or until Jordan Peele tells us. Well, it reminded me a lot of like how a lot of animes like open. <laughs> It's just really intense, like choir music that is sung in like a different dance, language. Dance, rabbit to the music of right. a faraway star. Right. <laughs> and then, and then later in the film, uh, when Red and Adelaide are kind of chasing after each other uh, on the underground, it's I got five on it, but the the musical version that was cool. That was that was really cool. Yeah, that I was really way better than that. the general. <laughs> Like right. Bloomhouse horror music they packed into every other yes. part of the film. Yes. Was not impressed uh, by that. Um, I Speaking of music, I know that I've seen a family of four killed to Good Vibrations before. <laughs> you feel like you have? Yeah. When I heard Good Vibrations come on, I'm like, all right, countdown to uh, scissors in the eye for most of these folks. Yeah, I know. But it was a good moment. I guess we've yet to... Oh, actually, I don't, really, I don't know. The Purge is... Very good at what they do. I feel like we haven't seen a uh, extended um, Alexa uh, call me a coroner because I'm dead uh, sequence, and that was I know. that was kind of fun, I guess. Yeah. Um, what did you think about? Did you guess the ending? No, um, I did not. Even though I guess it's kind of predictable, I did. I did not guess the twist ending. I knew something was going on. Yeah. When you introduce a character that looks just like your main character and then the lights go out, that's not your main character anymore, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I was thinking they would do something like that. I guess I just didn't understand what or why. And there's no way to understand until we get and get out. It's uh, Richard Hurd on a VHS tape. And this, it's Mm -hmm. uh, Red just, you know, saying, put us in uh, uh, tethered or whatever. And she just kind of tells us the whole story. Right. All right. <laughs> you guys going to fight now? Okay. Right. You're gonna fight. Exactly. Um, and the swap about how, you know, she was, it, it I, I don't know. I think, I think it was predictable. I'm not saying I predicted it, but I think it is something that you could predict. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I'm not calling it a Shyamalan-esque twist, but it's the kind of twist where the movie would be much less without it. Uh, I, yes. If it I was agree. just a story about 
boy, I'm glad that that girl didn't take my family away from me. Instead, right. it's I'm glad I successfully took that girl's family away, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, yeah. And it becomes a kind of sting. But that's like. That's all right. Okay, what are you trying to say, movie? What are you trying to say? Um, well, I mean, technically, Red was the real Adelaide. So. Yeah, no, I know they're trying to say that. But yeah. why are all the displaced people holding hands across America? Okay, never mind. I got it. It's because... They're an underclass. Yes. They're an underclass. Yes. You did read up on the Tuskegee experiment, right? I did. Okay. Which was terrifying. I feel like there's kind of that here. Yeah, and, and, and I think... You said before that it is all her fault, and I agree with you because, well, so the doppelganger switches places with Adelaide as kids, yeah, and so the doppelgangers realize that the real Adelaide, who's down below, yeah, is different, she's different because she can. She's a normal person. She can speak, and she's right. a normal person, and she brings her knowledge of the outside world with her. Yeah. And with that, she is able. I mean, to... really, it's the government's fault for creating a underclass of slave people. Right. But the fairy tale, from Red's perspective, actually, from Adelaide's perspective, she's mm-hmm. the hero. Yes. She is kidnapped into you know she's a young princess who's kidnapped into a dark world and she uses her skills to fight and get out yes so except she doesn't because she's murdered by the changeling that took her place yes so it is a fractured fairy tale as we say yes and peel's movies so far and they are definitely trying to express the black experience but they are against systems if you are Mm -hmm. in a purge movie you are ethan hawk Trisket, Ethan Hawke, and your wife, Wheatthin, Lena Headey, and mm-hmm. people want to take away your stuff. Mm-hmm. And you kill them all, and you keep your stuff. Right. Hopefully. Thank God they didn't get in here. Right. Whereas Jordan Peele's movies are fighting against an establishment, a mm-hmm. system. You know, in the case of Get Out, it's a bunch of rich white people who have this whole thing, and you're just trying to, like, keep your... Your, your identity. Identity, exactly. Your identity, your literal um, corpus, you know, together. Yes. And yeah, and, and in this, it's somebody, you know, trying to take away your stuff and then also telling you that, you know, you don't even deserve it in the first place. And so that's why I think that it is, it is a tale that involves, you know, assimilation, which is like being, you know, having a summer house, you know, having mm. a, a family, getting a boat. Right, Not right. a great boat. It's a crab daddy, but it's uh, right. it's okay. Right. And thinking that you're set and you've made it and nobody can take this stuff away from you and then finding out the system can just say, it was never yours to begin with and it's gone now. Mm-mm. Right. Um, right. Not even having five to put on it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I like the fact that he's like, yeah, this song's great. It's like, it's about drugs. D- don't do drugs. It's a good song. Don't do drugs. I know, right? <laughs> Um, Anything else to say? Wrapping uh, it up. Let's see here. Um, Try vamp. Well, well, okay. One question I have, I guess, is when I guess the fake Adelaide is talking about what happened um, when she was a kid and the doppelganger and stuff like that. Did 
her talking to her husband about it, was there power in those words that made them appear? No. You don't think so? You think they would have appeared anyways? Kids saw the homeless guy who was yes. the under homeless guy. The One of the first ones. Yeah. Yes. Already in his spot for Hands Across America. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why it was set to start then except for we need a movie to happen here do you know what i mean why would it why would it because it's not even her uh, see this is these are the questions that i think could have made it stronger if they were not explained but just worked into the narrative more she doesn't want to go do the tethered have any influence at all over the people above or are they right you know it could be that red is just down there uh what is she doesn't really even do that much uh, Adelaide just kind of sits around I don't know if she they don't see if she's got a job or whatever no but she's just sitting about. there maybe she's just like come on go to Santa Cruz come on go to Santa just Cruz just waiting so for them start to show this up thing out. yeah and finally they go on vacation and they go to Santa Cruz and that allows her to to show up to do something yeah but they're not fully controlled they could have gone up that escalator at any time it seems like yeah so I don't yeah. know I think it just happens then because we need a, a movie to start here. Right. Okay. Um, where do you think the Wilsons go at the end of the film? Like, do they go to Mexico or it, I don't, is, I don't think they go anywhere. It I don't does, think... does, is this happening anywhere besides uh, outside of the U S or is it just the U S? I think it's just the U S. Okay. Us. Right. Us. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't think they're really going, going anywhere. anywhere. I think it's a very, it's we did it, but we didn't really do it, you know. Like it's right. clearly there's still people in red jumpsuits. Things are out there. way worse yeah. than yeah. yeah. Everybody might be dead, so mm-hmm. yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, we're driving. The it's a real boy and his dog situation. Oh boy, you know what I'm talking about. No, yeah. and his dog. <laughs> um, that it. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I. I it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I think it's good too. It's good. Yeah. The fact that I can pick at it that's i could pick it my favorite stuff yes well and you you brought up a couple of really good things <laughs> like you you said that you think that uh red speaks the way she does because it's scary the doppelganger well it's scary but the doppelganger strangled her as a young child yeah and maybe collapsed her vocal cords yeah i think it just kind of sets them apart okay yeah and she's the only one from the tethered who really talks. Like yeah. So, so uh, six, seven. They definitely say at some point, but let's say that she's seven years old when this happens, mm-hmm. right? A seven-year-old girl goes into Merlin's forest, mm-hmm. which I saw the word "get." I think the word "out" might have been on a, a, that other tree. I think it says "get out" on it, but I have, I have to see a picture of it again. Huh. Okay. This is a little fun thing. Right. It does oh, say find the yourself. Owl, the owl represents the wisdom inside of all. Right. Just watching right. YouTube videos. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So a girl disappears, goes to the bathroom, comes back and can't talk and has no ability to talk mm-hmm. and has to completely relearn how to talk. Yes. Adelaide is a as an impressive success story. The fact that this uh, black slack wearing lady has a summer house with her uh, husband you know that yeah. i'm assuming they both went to howard he, he went to howard yeah uh this is a huge success story and then was dancing like a ballerina recital by 12 like she yes. snapped back yeah right so if anything that tells you that they aren't like sure they're like 
like stabby people, but the tethered are as capable as any person, you know, yes. if not more. Yes. Which is all part of the well, class. They they point. try to emphasize it. that they are human. No, no, well, they, of course they're human. They're, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're just real. They love smiling Monstrous. in a scary way. Yeah, and they love cutting people with their shears. What if they were creepy looking like Burned Boy, but didn't go <laughs> like do the <laughs> weird Joker smile all the time? Right. Because that just means. I think this I see get out just just ran with it like so to speak uh and was just did whatever it wanted to do and I feel like this movie is running up against it it was it's half a Jordan Peele movie and half of a Bloomhouse Strangers House Invasion movie Mm-mm. because why if they are nearly mindless or like red they are Somebody who, or sorry, now Adelaide, somebody who isn't even a monster, just a girl who has, yes, been driven somewhat insane by her experiences. But, like, why is the Red, as a girl, she's like, oh, she's not talking at all. And then, like, we have to know that she's the bad one. So she goes, and then yeah, does I the know, uh, right? a double dare smile or whatever. Yes. Uh, what was that movie? I, I dare you or I double dare you. I have no and idea. then their, their smile goes like, <laughs> they have a flock smile. Um why would she do that? Is she comatose or not? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it just, I think it's pulled down, weighted down by the, <laughs> by the Octavia Spencer trailer-esque-ness of yeah. it all. Yeah. Nailed it. Brought yeah. it home. Yeah, you did. Get us. It's out today. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Well, I think that's pretty much it. I think we've gone on long enough. Did you have anything left that you wanted to say about our previous experiences showing the shows, um, the shows of shows? Yeah, I enjoyed um, this past fall when we um, looked at some classic monster films. In, uh, like, you know, we looked at some films that dealt with Frankenstein, and then we looked at some films that dealt, dealt with Frankenstein. Well, we watched the Frankenstein. Frankenstein's, <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Uh, and then uh, Dracula. Didn't watch or, I Frankenstein, though, which is an omission on our part. Yeah, I know. Somewhat embarrassing. Um, and then also the, the Wolfman um, type uh, films. And, uh, I, you know, I just, I really enjoy when we do kind of series like that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why I put Anne Hathaway's head on Connor McCloud's body. <laughs> As he is experiencing the quickening. Uh, (laughs) I know know why I had uh, a picture of uh, 1987's Masters of the Universe in a litter box as uh, Battle Cat walks away. uh, Because it's not a good good movie. No, it's not. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff here. uh, We're talking about Doctor Strange. Uh A lot of our stuff sort of prefigures uh, (laughs) what you think of as like the current mainstream Marvel films. Yeah. Um, what did we watch that was Terminator? And I had, I flipped Arnie's thumb upside down. So it was a thumbs down. <laughs> as he's going into the, <laughs> into the thing. Uh, I don't know. That might've been 
the most recent Terminator film or something like that. Oh, like, that we watched. Yes. Has... And the show is called Why We Cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> most recent, usually like two and a half years ago, three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The one with Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Save that money. I know. Save it up. And then, like, we just recently watched, like, they they later make him into a liquid Arnie. <laughs> so, man, like, I thought Lic- you were gone. Liquid. No, just, like, I what is he? Upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Liquid Arnie. <laughs> yeah, polymimetic mm-hmm. Austrian. Yes. Yeah, well, if you want, oh, boy, that doesn't make any sense at all. Sorry, I'm just looking through all these. Yeah, no, it's fine. The fault of Rousseau's. Oh boy. Like the Russo brothers. Yes. <sighs> yeah. If you ask me how much time I spent on them, probably not actually that much. <laughs> I'm just real. I'm just real good at it. You are. Um, make Hydra great again. Just kind of just. Well, out. that that's that's really easy. Yeah. That's easy. I don't remember what Reese's peanut butter bucket was. <laughs> Is that the, just the one big bean version of a Reese's peanut butter cup? Maybe. A Reese's, Reese's peanut butter bucket. <laughs> an interview with an empire. So we talked about Empire Records. Oh, sure. Yep. That was pretty good. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> you're, not, you're not helping me off. You're helping me. Yeah, help me off. I'm help, you? Helping you out. Um, How to get away with suicide? That's when we talked about the Suicide Squad. Movie. Of course, of course. Because it had. Uh, um, How to get away with murder? Yes. What's her name? Anyway, you can see all these and much, much worse uh, <laughs> in our show feed, uh, which you can find on any of your podcatching softwares. Also, you can find our shows at justenoughtrope.com. You can find us, of course. On social media, some of them write themselves, like mm-hmm. Less Than Stellar, when we saw Interstellar. Yeah. Which I really only saw once. I should probably give it another shot. But uh, I'm sure we'll still think Less Than Stellar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or we talked about Masamune Shiro's work and the relative greasiness of everyone's butts. And so, of course, oh, Grease yes. is the Word was the title right. of that show. There's all kinds of great stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, that you could find out. Our 200th show, remember that? Mm-hmm. It was called The Flip Side of Margot Robbie. We were reaching back into the past, kind of yes. like we're doing now, uh, trying to update us and see if you felt a little differently. Yes. We talked about the big short on that one, which is only in for a, a little bit. Yeah. But all the stuff's available at justenoughtrope.com and at Facebook and the Twitters and the Instagrams. Search for Just Enough Trope and that's where you can find us. When you go to these podcatching softwares that I have previously mentioned, you subscribe to the show. It's the best way to get it. You can get the next 300 years of shows. Why not? 300 years. Why not? <laughs> or just 300 individual shows. Uh, give us a review uh, and a rating, please, because it really does help more than you'd expect. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of a typical plea and cry from most shows, but you, you can't overestimate how good it is to have a review. Yes. Uh, if you don't want to leave a whole deal, you can just click on five stars. We'd appreciate that. Yes. Um, but we'd love to hear how you think we're doing. Uh, that'd be uh, real real nice. We want to hear from the fans and how hear how you think we're doing and what we can improve on or what we should cover next. We're always looking for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's coming up next week? 
Um, well, next week we are going to be talking about the new movie Shazam. Yes. And it's actually, we saw it a little bit before the um, full release. Ooh, la da Yeah. 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 So anyway, we'll so be talking about that. We'll be talking about that, and we'll be talking about the comic a little bit. Too. Yeah, we'll be talking about the comics a little bit. It's a little mm-hmm. t- difficult um, to kind of pin down, like, what's, what's the, best? the essential uh, Captain Marvel Shazam. slash Shazam. But we'll really just be talking about uh, getting impressions about the creation of the character and kind of where he's gone from there and mm-hmm. talking about that sort of thing. Because that's it ain't just a kid in a subway uh, nope. in this movie. Um, this movie draws upon... The varied history and long history of the character uh, in a lot of, um, I thought, refreshing ways to Mm -hmm. slightly spoil my review. But, yeah, so check us out then next week. Uh, It's been a fun 300 shows. Mm -hmm. And here's to many more. Yes. So we're signing off for this one. Until then, I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hana. Keep the geek fires burning. Mm -hmm.